All right, you guys, so we are pretty much almost in back to school season or we pretty much already are depending on where you go to school. But if you are a junior or senior in college, then you are probably coming to a slow reality check of holy shit, I am almost a college graduate. Like what am I going to do with my life? Like what do I do from here, right? I remember what it was like during college and after college and even during the job search process. It's all still really recent to me. And because I know how stressful it can be, I put together a career ebook guide for you called the Everyday Girl's Guide to Career Success. I include resume templates, cover letter templates, top interview questions, my personal answers to the questions, how you should be dressing at interviews, and so much more. So you can find all the information on this ebook and buy this ebook online at whatfulfillsyou.com. Elizabeth and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast or welcome back if you've been listening. My name is Emily Elizabeth and I am your host. Today's episode is a really fun one because it was kind of a mix of an interview and a raw talk. If you guys haven't listened to my episodes before, I do raw talk segments in certain episodes and it's pretty much just where me and a guest or unless it's a solo episode it's just totally candid and just really raw and I feel like this conversation was pretty much a mix of both and that's what I know a lot of you guys enjoy especially with most of you in your early to mid maybe late 20s and it's just I think easier to listen to and more enjoyable so um, today I have Sophia Stallone some of you may know her before but a little bit on her background She is actually my age as well. She graduated from University of Southern California in 2019. She also studied communications and of course, she is a fellow podcaster and a bookworm, which you guys totally have to follow her new and recent book club. I love that she is a fellow reader and I feel like her and I have a very similar personality where we can be really reserved in our own world we love reading but then we also can still keep up with our extroverted side and our extroverted group of friends and still go out and like have fun um but i think that's just what's really awesome about her is that she's really similar and i always love chatting with like-minded people and especially this conversation this was actually in person and i'm so grateful to be able to do more in-person recordings now especially while i am still in la because zoom recordings it's just been too redundant especially all and it's just a lot nicer to be able to connect with people in person and actually see people and talk with them it's just a whole different dynamic and 
like I said, while I'm still here in LA, anyone that I also know is in the LA area or happens to be in the area um, at the same time, I always try to make an in-person recording happen because, um, yeah, I just, I think there's more connection there in the conversation. But what I really loved about this episode in particular is that Sophia was super open to being candid about her personal life, especially with dealing with anxiety, the dating life. We definitely have a lot of similarities in that as well. And I love that, you know, even though we try to keep a good part of our personal life private, of course, I think it's important for all of us to be able to learn from one another, from experiences or similar experiences, and just kind of hear those stories because I think in the past, especially prior to influencers when it was more predominantly celebrities and of that nature, it was hard to feel like they had the same struggles and issues and obstacles that they went through. And so that's what I love to be candid about as well on this podcast is being able to share my raw experiences. And it's always better when someone joins me and is willing to share their raw experiences in certain topics that I find helpful for this age and demographic and chapter of life. So with that being said, I hope you all enjoy this conversation and let's get into it. Okay, well, Sophia, thank you for joining me today. It's been a long time coming. I yeah. think there's been so much and I'm so sorry. I'm completely to blame. I've literally been like horrible on my email, but you've mm-hmm. been so adamant and like diligent about it. So yeah. thank you for keeping up with it. Yeah, no, I was like, well, first off, I like remember initially, I think it was back in December when yes. I reached out to you and I was like, well, I feel like she has a really cool mindset and we'll dive you. into it. But I was like, I just want to like interview her. I feel like she'd be good for the podcast. And then yes. um, I feel like that's a skill of mine following up. So, so. You are really good. And I feel like people don't do that enough. And I feel like mm-hmm. I don't do that enough. It's like following up after meetings or following up after lunches or mm-hmm. dinners. I think that's so important Yeah. because you really realize that people will remember you or mm-hmm. at least follow up and do things more for you if you actually do that so exactly definitely that's a bad habit of mine (laughs) so I will do that now it's all good well I'm glad we are finally here Mm -hmm. um let's start with your journey like start with your story way back in the day um like I'm talking like childhood days I think I was listening to this episode the other day with you and Sistine where you guys were talking about um something with like the school picture Oh my <laughs> and God. I just feel like there's just so much like that is like so relatable about you that like not enough people get to see <laughs> so, or hear. You. So I feel like that'd be fun to just start with like your childhood, like right. you know how your upbringing was and like before you went to college and all totally. that. Totally. I think the best way to put it is we were raised in the most unorthodox way, but the most normal way too. Like our family was a famous name or mm-hmm. is a famous name, and so my mom did everything she could to us in the most normal school normal sports like no acting no modeling nothing yeah. for so long and so growing up I really did have all of those awkward teens first kisses like things that everyone else goes through so when I talk about it on my podcast saying that I had like this really bad school photo that I had a style on my eye and I was trying to flirt with a cute boy I fell <laughs> down the stairs people really don't believe that because they assume oh she will probably be just like someone that was just raised in the public eye and just Right. a little bit different which is most people that are in my position but mm-hmm. 
to start out like very normal i think the only thing that was different about me that i was pretty open about when i was younger was i had like major anxiety and so there was things i was trying to learn about that and then going through school i went to my middle school high school elementary school whatever college went to usc fight on <laughs> um and i didn't really start doing anything in the industry until mid-college i'd say okay yeah i was never i was kind of a i would say i was way more of a dork and quiet and nerdier than i am ever today like totally polar opposite people i don't okay. know what shell i crawl out of and <laughs> i just started to like have this voice but uh, slowly I just started going from books to theater and so I've always loved talking in front of people so mm-hmm. at a certain point I knew something was going to end up in that position I kind of right. got the best of both worlds with this podcast but the Golden Globes in my sophomore year of college was what kind of expedited this whole journey onto what we do now yeah it kind of put us on the stage and if and no one knows what it is I know I'm rambling for a second um <laughs> It is something we did with my sisters and I, and it was for the Golden Globes. We were just like handing out awards, and it ended up kind of blowing us up for a second. So yeah, it just we started to become more well traveled, like doing these photo shoots, and now we kind of are here today, more social media influencers than yeah. We, did, we didn't even assume we'd start out doing that. So it's kind of right. crazy how it started from zero to one hundred. Yeah, from that. America, we are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Okay, so was that different? Because you seem a little bit more introverted, would you say, than yeah. like maybe what most people would perceive you as, like coming from a family like that? Oh, totally. I think my podcast is my only extroverted self. And I feel they, I, it's funny because when you meet me in person, I'm actually way more just soft spoken or I'll yeah. ask like questions. I, I like to get to know people <laughs> and I kind of read the room, but I also pull back a bit. But then when I'm on my show, I just kind of throw all my energy out there. And so. Right. I would definitely say I need my alone time. I was saying to you, if I could have my own space, my own room, my own apartment, I would yeah. totally do that. I can eat lunch by myself. Like I don't need to talk <laughs> to anybody. But yeah, it's 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 interesting to go from being that personality more and then having this persona of being a loud, extroverted, oh, she will talk about it and say anything and do yeah. anything personality. Yeah. Can we dive into USC? So yeah. you go to school. What did you study? I studied communications and I almost finished my entrepreneurship minor. That was probably my favorite class ever. Okay. I'm so annoyed that I didn't finish it. What happened? Well, it just, I missed my credits. I was two credits short and I was traveling for work a lot. And so I was, I didn't really get the normal college experience as much Mm -hmm. towards the end of it. And so I was just out of the country most of the time. And so I tried to lessen my workload, but loved communication. Yeah. I, I think it was just the most diverse and you can get into sports fashion social media literally anything right and then having um entrepreneurship i'm actually surprised you because you're an entrepreneur yourself yeah um and that was just really cool because you talked to entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. and that really inspired me even to do the podcast and a lot of things in my life is just to kind of just go for it yourself yeah i think that's what's cool about today is that 
we have so many platforms to be able to create our own future, Mm -hmm. right? And be able to build off of that. And for me, I think having the opportunity to talk to like people like you and just other entrepreneurs and people even in like conventional, you know, jobs, Mm -hmm. for me, it's very eye-opening to like see a glimpse of all that. Whereas I think some people sometimes are so stuck and focused on one path and think, a certain way is like the best way right. to live you know your life or like pursue your career so mm-hmm. I think that is really difficult but also eye-opening for people to see yeah. like the potential options you know no totally I think with having an entrepreneurship minor like taking those classes you see that there there's such a big world out there yeah. and that you don't have to stick with one thing until the day you die yeah because we all we're human we all have a hundred interests I mean yeah why not take that chance? Like I just started a book club recently. I yeah. love books and I'm kind of the one person in my family that will be the random one out of the blue going, you know, I'm just going to start a book club. Like I love <laughs> it. Why not just do it? And it's gained this huge following mm-hmm. and it's taking that chance and getting rid of that fear. And which is what I really learned in that class is what makes it work. I mean, if you don't take the leap, that was the class name, yeah. then how are you going to know that that isn't your purpose? Right. And that's the problem. I feel like we're so in this nine to five or especially in college, you're trained to, you're going to go to college, you're going to get your job and then you're going to die. It's like, there's no yeah. in between, like we're supposed to be fluid. We're supposed to figure it out along the way. Also in your twenties, it's right. the time to kind of just go for it. Like throw spaghetti against walls. Exactly. Um, for those who, well, first off, did you know you wanted to major in communications, like going into college? Was that something you were, oh, okay. Not at all. So what was the thought process behind like, okay, this is like, you know, I'm going to choose to go into this major and like, this is maybe a potential career path for me. Right. So I went in with a business major. Okay. And failed out of college. (laughs) I heard Marshall was super hard. It is super hard. I don't know how any of my (laughs) friends did it. I give them credit. I literally... This is embarrassing. I got a 40 on one test. I got a 30 on another test. I'm like, this is just this not is on my calc, thing. Right? Calc. Okay, like I the, failed, I failed <laughs> it. I, in high school, I was just horrible at math. Even yeah. in high school, geometry, my only C. I was a great student, except math. I just always forged my dad's signatures. Like, I <laughs> got a bad test grade, like things like that. And so when I went in, I just realized, and I'm one of those people that if I don't like it, I'm going to change it. Right. So I was like, I don't like this business major. Yeah. Like, is there something else? And I went into art history, love art history, changed that because I was like, that's probably not what I'm going to end up doing, but I like learning about it. Right. What else did I go into? I almost went into film and I realized, oh, that's a lot of hours. <laughs> and then I was finally like, okay, what's a very general major that yeah. can also be specific because it has so many options? Right. And that was communication. And yeah. it ended up being my favorite major to take. Like out of all of them, because it was so freeing to like be able to go okay I want to learn this one day I want to learn that one day yeah and then entrepreneurship came after I think my sophomore year because I didn't realize it was even a major I'm like I love business but what's a business I like and yeah oh that's super cool so we studied the same thing because I studied communications um at Chapman Oh, and yeah, then yeah. also had a minor in entrepreneurship, which is... Probably, oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I wasn't sure. I was, like, oh, okay. I'm sorry, I was like, of course, I feel like you would have that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's something too. I think it's like something I picked up on during school and was like, I feel like this is my nature, you know? Right. And I think it's something you can just tell. I think we have similar personality traits where... I think this is my extroverted spot, but I think like you see all my books here. It's like all these mindset, daily stoic, Elon. By the way, I was looking around your room and I was thinking, okay, she has the Atomic Habits. Like I read that book. I know the subtle art. I'm not giving a fuck. Yeah. Even the paintings behind, they're like very minimalistic. Yeah. I was thinking like, 
I need that for my bedroom. <laughs> I was like, this room is very much me. We are very similar. With yeah. That. I feel like that's what a lot of podcasters, especially that have the ones that we have, which is more raw, real, right. about like getting to the core of people and who they are. Right. We try to bring it as much as we can, yeah. but then once we're off it, we're on my computer, like just focus, not talk yeah. to anybody. Okay. Well, this is a tangent. Do you ever struggle with that introverted side of you? Like in outings, like, you know, with friends, like are, for me, I am for sure the most quiet yeah. one in my group or usually the most reserved, which surprises my mom because at home mm-hmm. I'm like a loud person or I'll like clap oh, back. That's so funny. Okay. So <laughs> I say yes and no. So I, I am, oh God, I'm always about like zodiac signs and stuff. I don't know if you know that stuff, like rising, moon. Okay, I, like I know that. of it, but I don't even know mine. So my rising, which is like your, oh, your, this is the best way to describe myself, is who you are to people. And so okay. I'm a Gemini. So that means I'm really good at adapting situations. Okay. Like if I'm with a bunch of old people, I can, I know how to do it. Like talk to them. I know what they will like. If I'm with a bunch of 16 year olds, I'll adapt okay. to them. Okay. But yes, when I'm at home with my family, we are so loud i feel bad for every ex-boyfriend that's come to the house i've scared them off like i really don't know how they ever come back and then when i'm out with my girlfriends sometimes i actually try to be even louder because i feel like that's what people expect Mm. and so but it's not natural to me and sometimes i'll say the wrong thing and i'll overthink it and i'll be like did i did i push it too hard do people think i'm crazy like maybe a little bit but that's fine um they already assume so but yeah, I feel like normally when I'm out, I will try to be a little bit more quiet and contained, but then sometimes I feel this added pressure of going, okay, I think they're assuming that I should be this way, and so right. I will bring it, and I'll try like it's a podcast episode. Right. Do you feel like, how are ways that you go about it? I feel like it's a question I get from a lot of girls as well, mm-hmm. where they're like, I'm more quiet, or I'm more yeah. like this, like I don't know how to be, you know, super outgoing, like, mm-hmm. you know, certain girls where they can just like be the life of the party in the room, right. right? Like, how do you maneuver it? And I feel like I also heard on one of your episodes as well, where you guys had like talked to this older guy, where he had mentioned the girl in the room that was like, you oh, know, what dress, yes. yes, and even the way she was dressed, and like yes. the way she was holding herself, I so, feel like that's something, something girls need to hear. Totally. So there, that's, there's two parts of this. So to answer the first one, the way that I go about going out and feeling my most, I guess, extroverted self in the most comfortable way is really doing it your most comfortable way. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be the girl dancing on top of the table, but what outfit makes you feel great? What what type of repertoire makes you feel confident? Like, What right. do you know that you can talk about and be loud about? I think mm-hmm. for me, I love cracking jokes, being sarcastic, and so that's how I show my extrovert self, Sistine, right. is also just like that. She's a yeah. dry humor. She'll crack up um, people. Like, she'll call people out for things. And, that's what she's, <laughs> and it's yeah. just figuring out if you're super... And I'm also super dorky. And it's not thinking that that's dorky to mm. stop myself from doing it. Because sometimes okay. I'm like, oh, I might... Should I not say that? Because it's kind of nerdy. But I'm like, screw it. Like, why not right. say it? But that's how I feel confident. It's like when I talk like that. Right. And then to answer the other question, yes. The guy told us when we were at this restaurant... He was looking around the room. I said, which girl out of all of these girls in the room yeah. is the one that catches your eye and is the most attractive? It doesn't mean physically, but just like draws yeah. you in. And he took a couple minutes and he saw the girl that was standing like 10 feet away from us. And he goes, her. And she was this beautiful girl, natural makeup, pretty tall. Like, I mean, she was really, really pretty, but was wearing this very conservative outfit, but just long sleeve, high neck to the knee dress. And I go, why? And he goes, because she isn't needing to show off too much. Mm. Like she's also 
showing a lot without showing a lot at all. Yeah. You know, like you don't have to be the girl wearing. I mean, this is you can dress however you want. I don't right. care. I mean, yeah. I I go from being we used to say hustlers to churning butter. Like I will go from in between. But I think when it comes to even like what you wear, you don't need to feel like you have to wear the most provocative thing to get anyone's attention. It's really right. just the presence you bring in the room. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I see it. I think it's so interesting you say that, and that like resonated with me so much because I feel like people like overlook energy, mm-hmm. you know. And they overlook the energy. Because I think, especially, too, with podcasts like Call Her Daddy, for example, Mm -hmm. um, I think it sways girls nowadays. I was actually talking about with Soph. uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we were just talking about how, like... I, we just think it can be a little off-putting for, like, the next generation on, like, how you approach a guy with these, like, playing games and, like, yep. you know, the way you, like, do certain things and the way you text and, like, totally. turning your red receipts on. Like, literally just to screw with the guy's head. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, but but then, of course, you hear, like, when you yeah. ask a real guy, like, what his opinion is yeah. and even just at dinner, he can look around the room and there yeah. could be a girl in a super sexy dress and there could be a girl in a more, like, conservative dress but still really you know, yeah. appealing on her, that still stands that out That still more. stands out. You don't have to put on something to make yourself noticeable. I've worn both outfits, mm-hmm. and I've had times where guys have come up to me in the more provocative outfit, and I've had times where people were coming up to me in the turtleneck, jeans, boots, and a, like, giant coat on. <laughs> and it's just all the way you hold yourself. If yeah. you feel confident. And it's really when you don't feel like you need to get someone's attention is when you get someone's attention. Yeah. I think that's overall what sometimes... Like, I give... Alex Cooper credit for right. like building the empire that she has. Absolutely. But I do think there's something to be said is that you don't need to feel like you need this guy or you need this girl. It's when you're the most independent is mm-hmm. when they want you the most. Mm-hmm. Like I don't walk into a room anymore and go, I guess some I sometimes I still do I'm like looking around for a guy I'm like who's gonna be here for me right but it's when I go in there going you know what like I'm having fun on my own I don't need anybody I feel confident in my own skin it's when they're gonna be like wait I want to go up to her because she seems like she's having a good time and she isn't looking for me or looking for someone right and I feel like that energy can be Mm -hmm. seen on a girl as well right like when you are intentionally out there like that night trying to draw a guy's attention like I feel like that is very noticeable but totally. people like might not tell you because like they don't yeah. want to hurt your feelings or whatever yeah. but I think it's something important for girls to be mindful totally. about and you if know? you are seeing a guy and you feel like oh he I, I'm really attracted to him or something use that confidence and go up to him mm-hmm. I mean I always think what's the worst that could happen yeah really like they just ignore you okay yeah then it wasn't meant to be and you don't want someone that is ignoring you yeah I just I think it's when you are your most confident self with your girlfriends with your guy friends whoever it is and you're not pushing or forcing something mm-hmm. it's it's one that you're the most natural I think people forget that it's like mm-hmm. don't force just be natural yeah just be yourself put on the makeup do your best but don't feel like you need to put on a presentation for someone to go, oh, she's the loudest, most fun person in the room. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, speaking of guys, let's dive into it. Let's do this. Um, My favorite topic. (laughs) What's your take on making the first move on a guy? Like, what's how do you go about it? Okay, so Sien gives me shit because she says (laughs) I don't do it. I do it now with her encouragement. (laughs) I think it's totally, totally, totally fine. I have done it. Sometimes I've gone up to guys and said, like, hey, like, what's up? Or nudge them I've been so mature like <laughs> nudging them going oh sorry so stupid it's worked but just so dumb um I think it's I mean it's 2021 like why mm-hmm. not do it 
Like, that's what I was saying before. What's the worst that can happen? Right. Because it could be the person that you want. And guys like a girl with confidence mm-hmm. because it feels like, oh, she doesn't really need me to, like, be the one to start it or right. force it. So. Right. But I feel like girls should do it more often. Yeah. Okay, what about the talking phase? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I feel like you and I are similar with, like, our mentality about it. But I think even I can speak for myself, I get in my own head in the early phases <laughs> just because I'm such a thinker and when's your birthday February 25th I'm a Pisces you're a Pisces but I will admit most people who are very into the horoscope um say they don't think I'm a Pisces so just I was gonna say yeah I'm like really (laughs) because I'm a Virgo we think in our heads like 24 7 like this is my thing do you know your Myers-Briggs like oh I do four letter one or Enneagram it's like INF J. Oh, okay. I think that one. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I am ENTJ. ENTJ. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I I'm can't... like 50-50 extrovert, introvert, so it, but yeah, it like yeah. skews more extrovert, I think, by like, I don't know, 5%. I need to take it again, because I take I took that like five years ago, and I definitely think I would get a different <laughs> result now. Okay. But yes, talking phase is probably my least favorite because <laughs> I think about everything and I overthink it over and over yeah. but I'm also the best person to give advice to people that are in the talking phase when okay. they're not like, actually I would say the same I have see, guy friends that will call me and be like Emily what should I say to this girl like yeah. blah 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 and like I say it with like objective standpoint like it doesn't matter dude like, exactly right? oh my god my sister's talking to a guy she was like what do I say I'm like I give the best jokes I know exactly how to swing it in like get it going <laughs> And then when it comes to me, I'm like overthinking, overthinking. Oh, yeah. And I make this joke with my sister. I say, um, if you're, this is so bad. Like, there's always a game. If you're not playing the game, you're losing the game. Which yeah. is, it's, <laughs> I make a joke about it. Like, I think it, it's true and not true at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think that when you're in the talking phase with someone, it doesn't need to be a game necessarily, but don't always be so available 24 7 like right. live your life and that's what i was saying before when you were trying to meet a guy yeah when you're talking to someone just a- answer when you can answer don't like constantly if they're not answering as much as you are like right. don't force it don't i but i you know honestly it depends on the guy because sometimes i'm just going back and forth like i'll answer too much i will ghost you for 12 days and i don't even <laughs> realize why yeah. yeah it's just don't get in my head so much when it comes to this stuff yeah what do you um, feel about dating in LA like dating lifestyle give it to the people who don't live in LA and don't know like what it's like <laughs> you guys it's just like the worst thing ever is dating in LA I don't think I don't I I moved we were talking about this um she's from the east coast but I lived on the east coast for a bit and I realized the difference of confidence and the way they move and like they, they open the door for me I'm like oh my god I get out of the room and they're like you look beautiful today I'm like thank you it took two hours yeah here it's like the guy will sit in the car like get in or rolling up in his yes. g-wagon like oh picking you up gosh. or like pulling up to Craig's and like oh my god <laughs> I'm getting PTSD right now no but it's just, it is so routine and yeah like, I can't I mean I don't blame them I feel bad because they probably don't know like what else to do if they don't have sisters like i yeah. know i live with my cousin ryan and i tell him this is how you get a girl you yeah. tell her she looks, she, she looks beautiful you compliment her you pay for the dinner open you try the door home. especially pay yes. for the dinner pick her up like <laughs> all that stuff. oh my god and i think with um my sister and i dating is really hard because guys get really intimidated of us like we okay. are, because of our podcast or whatever like how we present ourselves yeah. even on instagram they get really nervous about the fact like oh they're probably going to be 
mean or intimidating right, or right. just like eat us alive and honestly we're just girls like we want to just be like wine and dine and right. complimented and <laughs> like someone to say like I had a great day today or yeah. whatever it is um but yeah it is it's really hard to find someone that is genuine good that just is normal or just doesn't mm-hmm. have like an ulterior motive or right. I don't know I just I I feel like no one even puts an effort yeah. either mm-hmm. it's like I'm putting an effort it's like yeah. I'll create my own dating app just to get all these guys on the dating app for myself <laughs> so I can just find someone at this point but yeah. I actually said this to my sister the other day I give up I'm relieving the reins I'm not pushing it anymore I'm not gonna try to find anybody yeah. if it works it works but because I was like trying for a bit I'm like I'm just like, oh, really well yeah I was like I was saying set me up with friends like yeah, try, yeah. Talking, I feel that you yeah, know what I'm saying yeah. but now I'm like I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie, I give it's, up on you. It's so funny. Well, it's super, because as you know, too, I'm like going to New York. And I mean, I knew this for a long time, too. And the last relationship I was in was for four years. Oh, and my gosh. And I ended it like two years ago, exactly. So it's been like a while since, you know, yeah. being in a oh, relationship. Right, so, the, so you get that's like, kind of like me. That's so funny. So the last relationship that was serious, I had for two years, and that was two years ago. Okay. I ended it. And it's been a long time. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> what's wrong with me? I'm like, all right, maybe it's time for me Are to get too much dependent? <laughs> but that's sometimes I wonder. It's like, is it because I'm like, first off, like I live alone, right? So I like barely interact with people all day, which like goes fine with me yeah. because like I'm like super yeah, focused. Like, I'm in my thing, Yeah, more yeah. introverted in my own energy. And then like... Sometimes I'll think about it, like, at night, and I'm like, oh, like, you know, what is it like having a boyfriend? <laughs> yes. I'm also, like, I'm 24. It's like, yes. you know, when do you want to get married? I'm like... <laughs> oh, my God. I, and I've already said to myself, just because I want to make myself feel better, I'm like, I'm probably not going to get married till I'm 35, so I'm right, trying right. to give myself more time to, like, push off this dating so I don't feel yeah. bad about the fact if I turn 30 and, like, say, oh, I'm not married yet. Yeah. But I, for me, even marriage, like, I'm not forcing that at all. 100%. Like, I, if I do get married at 35 and I have kids by then, I am fine with that. Mm-hmm. That's what Sarah Blakely did, who owns yeah. Spanx. She's, she's a my bad idol. She's my idol. <laughs> I love her. No, I, I think she's Master badass. Ross and she, do you watch her? No, Master? I didn't, but I, like, listen to every podcast she's been on. Yep. I'm, like, addicted to her Her story. and Whitney Hurd are, like, yes. my idols. Oh, my God. Okay, yep. that's so funny. Yeah, I think Sarah is a badass. I think it's yep. more bad us that she met her husband at a poker tournament yes. I love playing poker personally um, and I love the relationship they have and that's like what I want I want mm-hmm. someone that is super extroverted is yeah. always up for like a crazy adventure because mm-hmm. sometimes like as introverts like we won't be the first sometimes to initiate exactly the craziness of life or like go do that adventure go do that really cool activity yeah. and so when I see their dynamic of her being just a boss ass woman yeah. and making her money having kids later married later and she even says it on um master class she's like I didn't force it I focused on me right and the perfect person came yeah and I was like that's so true like why don't I just leave it like that so now yeah. that's why I've said again I'm letting it go <laughs> God, just give me the guy when I need it. I think that's the best advice, too. I've always heard that. And then I even would tell my friends that when I had one of my best friends. um, He finally had his first girlfriend last year. Oh, my God. Um, But he was, like, dying for a girlfriend for the longest time. I was like, Harry, I promise you, it's actually, like, not that, like, fun as you think. Like, it's great. But it's not just, like, oh, my God, it's having a girlfriend. It's the best thing ever. And it's better when you're not looking for it. Even I could tell, even like my yeah. last relationship that happened like out of the blue, met him at a frat party. Stop the same. <laughs> <laughs> I met him at like a, one of those like, um, dashes or something like that. Yes, like, yes, that's yeah. where I met. 
in mine. And I oh, really? Like, when like, I met him at his frat house. Okay, like, yeah, same. I'm not like, looking for it. I was like, sophomore. Yeah. I'm like, no, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's funny. I was a freshman, and he's two years older than me. And, mm-hmm. um, Wait, same. Oh, really? Oh, that's <laughs> Also, I will say, I have a preference of dating older guys, but that's just... Ditto. <laughs> no, seriously. My parents have a huge age gap, but I've always thought that I would be better with someone that was like 35. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm dead serious. <laughs> 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 Dude, she like gets it. She's like, oh, you're going to be fine. Like, you're going to be like, I'm going to live a couple minutes from Wall Street. Oh, so, you are fine. I'm like, do you know where I'm going to go to me, lunch every day? I'm <laughs> not fine. Like, I literally am living near Sunset Boulevard. Like, we are not going to find anyone near Hyde. So, like, One Oak. Yeah, so we're yeah. my dream guy. You meet so many it's quality guys. Great. It's it's so great. It's great. I have so much more po- podcast content. That's what I keep saying. That's great. No, yeah. I think it's, it's going to be No, that's super funny, though. That I feel like we have, like, just similar mindsets on that and, definitely. like, similar experiences. But, yeah, I feel like that's definitely a memo that most girls need to hear is, mm-hmm. like, don't go looking for it yeah. and let it come to you and also just focus on yourself, whether yeah. that's your career or your fitness or like, you know, reading more books, whatever. Totally. Cause that's what I did. And I feel like that's how I attracted more people into my right. life. Like all these books I'm reading and just like, even during quarantine, I was like learning German cause I was bored oh as my fuck. Gosh. Like, I was taking the LSAT, I was doing LSAT questions. I obviously am not a lawyer, nor did I go just to law school, fun. but yeah, it's, just, I'm just so that's weird. Not what I know. Okay, that's like that's like the nerdy in me the too. The like, thing I do, I think it's like other than books is Sudoku, and then like I call it a day. So I give you a lot of credit for that one. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, but no, even I to add on to it, I think that girls need to remember, or even guys that are listening to this, is to also focus on your mental health too. Because 100%. I know that there were times where I was pushing for a relationship or wanting something, and I didn't even realize like I wasn't mentally even ready to do anything myself. Like mm-hmm. I, I wasn't at my best place. I wasn't right. feeling my most confident. So I think you have to feel your best first, like focus on you and then you right. can focus on someone else. Cause being in a relationship, if you have or haven't been in one, it is a partnership and oh, you yeah. are not just thinking about yourself. You're or fully thinking about someone else. And yeah. it's not like a family love. It's a grown, it's like almost mm-hmm. like a crazier love in some sense. Cause yeah. you're like making it with someone. Right. And so you have to be ready for that big commitment before jumping into anything you have to figure out who you are mentally physically spiritually yeah for you do you have any tips on how you work on yourself like certain Mm -hmm. things that you do on the daily or like weekly basis to continue to just self-improve essentially yeah so I know we've talked about books a ton but like I really 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 make that my time Mm -hmm. to be separate quiet and almost like my meditation in a way Mm -hmm. first thing in the morning I don't look at my phone I make my bed, I make my coffee, face wash. Like, I really do get up, I think I get up around, like, 6.30 every morning. Oh, okay, Like, And good. I think it's good because it gives me time in the morning to just focus on me. I sit and read my book for as long as I can. And I think that that just centers. And I, I'm definitely not one to say I'm perfect because I have anxiety and I go from days going, I feel amazing to, like, mm-hmm. days I feel horrible. And so I think that's something I do every morning and at night I do kind of the same thing as I go read before bed. Mm -hmm. I think staying off your phone and also just read like going and doing things that will make you feel better. Like maybe going Mm -hmm. to dinners with your girlfriends or getting out of your own head and Mm -hmm. getting out of your own space because sometimes as introverts I know that I can get wrapped up in the same routine all the time and then it's Groundhog Day and I'm like I feel horrible but it's because I haven't had anything else going on right and so I think it's really getting out of your comfort zone doing something that makes you feel great is really kind of what just helps me so I Mm -hmm. make sure like once a week I'll like book something that's different like a different restaurant or a different activity or go on a walk around the neighborhood I haven't been in so 
things to get me out of my own head for a day or something to look forward to at least. Yeah, yeah. I think that's true too because I get like that as well and I feel like anytime I go somewhere that I haven't been or even mm-hmm. like when I work at home, going to a coffee shop yeah. to even like sit and like edit episodes, for me it stimulates my brain more yeah. and it helps me remove myself from a space that like might not feel so great in that mm-hmm. moment, you know? And you never know who you're going to meet. Like, I think oh, that's yeah. the coolest part is, like, I feel like there's times where I've gone out and I go, oh, my God, like, this person was amazing. And yeah. they end up being in my life a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Or they introduce me to someone that could be the next life-changing thing. You really never know exactly. unless you just don't do it. Exactly. I think the hardest part is doing it. Anything yeah. in life is just going for it and starting it. So, yeah, start it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> you talk about anxiety as well mm-hmm. and something you've dealt with since your childhood. Um, yeah. Can you talk about how you've managed it over the years like do you do therapy do you Mm -hmm. practice certain like rituals like in the morning to like calm your mind like even for me I I notice again like I get in my own head and Mm -hmm. it's I would say a a smaller form of anxiety if you will Um, but definitely I think it's something that we're talking about more today yeah mental health especially all of us are just dealing with something and hearing the way other people deal with it and more importantly that the fact that there are normal you know everyday people that are dealing yeah. with it as well it's it's a shame that it's such a stigma behind it because i think everyone goes through anxiety everyone mm-hmm. has their times are stuck in their own head they can't get out of it they are overwhelmed they have such self-doubt and negative thoughts and so i in my anxiety journey has been kind of interesting because my anxiety didn't start out what it is today it was first separation anxiety with my parents when I was really okay. young and mm-hmm. so anytime they left the house I would have panic attacks anxiety attacks crying mm-hmm. then it transferred as I got older to my siblings and fear of like where they are like making mm-hmm. sure they're okay like I'd have all of these what ifs in my brain going they could get hit by a car they yeah. could fall out of a tree and die like and literally the most ridiculous things and I couldn't control myself mm-hmm. and growing up I went to probably 12 different therapists Mm-hmm. And I know it sounds insane, but it's because I just didn't like therapy, and mm-hmm. so I never accepted it. And every yeah. time I tried to talk to someone about it, I just didn't like it because I, I'm one of those people like I like to fix it myself. Right. I don't me like too. asking for help. Me too. I don't want anyone telling me that I'm feeling this way or like they need to calm, like breathe with me. Like mm-hmm. I don't. I will do anything to admit mm-hmm. that I need help, which is the wrong thing to do. <laughs> um, and so um, once I got to college, all of that was different, and now it just became onto me, mm-hmm. which is. My anxiety today is really, am I doing enough? Am I good enough? Am I, like, why isn't this happening? Why is this slow? And it's a lot of just negative talk about my future. It's a lot Mm -hmm. of fear. It's a lot of not jumping in situations and because I think I might fail and fear of failure, fear that of regret, like, a lot of things. And Mm -hmm. so today I would go to – I haven't gone to therapy for probably a year, but I think everyone needs to go Mm -hmm. at one point in their life if they need to. Like – I don't think it's a problem and it's definitely helped me um today I try to do meditation I try to but I I'm gonna be the first to admit it I'm really bad at managing my anxiety I am not gonna say here and say like (laughs) I'm the guru I figured it out because I'm so bad at it because I think with this whole COVID thing and Mm -hmm. pandemic I've kind of let it go a little awry like Mm -hmm. I'll be honest this morning I was like freaking out Mm -hmm. I was having horrible anxiety like I've been waking up every day for the past few weeks like really really upset oh wow yeah just like just first thing in the morning like nothing's wrong like that's the craziest part is like I wake up nothing is wrong but I just feel I can't breathe I can't sleep I just am in my head if anyone has anxiety 
you know that there's just obsessive thoughts your chest is tight you're able ball stuck in your throat and it's really mm-hmm. scary yeah because you don't want to admit that you feel crazy when it's happening mm-hmm. and you don't want to talk to people about it but then you take it out on people and so maybe you're yeah. a little bit quieter or shorter yeah and so they get upset with you mm-hmm. but um yeah I feel like the first thing I do when, when I start to see this pattern is I talk to a friend, I talk to my mom, I write it out, mm-hmm. um, but I really make sure I don't let it get to a point where it's out of my control. Mm-hmm. Like, I always make sure I go back to, okay, Sophia, not normal, you haven't slept for three nights. Like, you need to cut this hold. And yeah. I like to make a joke of it because it's it's so normal for me, and I feel like it's so normal for a lot of people, especially mm-hmm. today, if you feel like yeah. this, that you have to just not put so much weight on it and just get help. Mm-hmm. Do the things you need to do to fix it because yeah. it's not living life if you're waking up crying or worried or stuck and you don't want to get out of bed, you don't mm-hmm. want to eat. Mm-hmm. It's just that you're just doing wrong on your body and that's right. what I, I realize. And I mean, I need to work on it more so, like especially this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's only, I was saying this to my mom, like it's only Tuesday. <laughs> like, why am I feeling horrible? Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's just a part of who I am. And I, I'm really happy in some ways that I have it because I am very open about mm-hmm. speaking about it because I think that a lot of people can relate. Yeah. And if you're nervous about speaking up about it, you can come to me because <laughs> I will talk to you about it. I will relate to you about it and I will yeah. help you. Maybe an anxious person talking to an anxious person is not the best idea, but yeah. <laughs> I can at least understand what you're going through more than other people that don't deal with it on a daily basis. Yeah. Have you found therapy to be helpful? Like, do you still currently do it or do you... I think it's one of those things where it's because every form of anxiety is totally different from the next. Mm -hmm. I think that if you have it frequently, like uh, mine goes in waves. Mm -hmm. I'll be on cloud nine, totally fine, like happy, happy, happy. And then suddenly things are just building up where maybe the job I wanted didn't work out. The person that I was dating didn't work out. The... My apartment moving in, things aren't working out. Like, just everything's just loading up and I'm thinking, but I'm repressing. And then it'll hit and I'll crash. Yeah. And the problem is is that that when you're feeling like you're going on that up is when you need that help. So when Mm -hmm. I have therapy, and which I do have therapy, I just haven't been it and I probably should go back to it now, (laughs) um, is when I feel like I need it. I don't think you need to go to it every single day, but that's that's preference. Like, I feel like some people need that every weekly talk and I've had friends that do that Mm -hmm. and I have friends that are like me where you go okay I need it weekly for the next two months three Mm -hmm. months and then when I feel like I have a grip on it I'll be good and then Mm -hmm. if I need it again I go back to that same person yeah so I I definitely think like those ways are great writing in your journal um do you journal I do oh okay yeah yeah, I do I it's more I'll draw like I'll doodle anything that just kind of gets me out of my head Mm -hmm. um you know what's kind of funny that has been helping it sounds so cheesy but I was on TikTok and mm-hmm. that's probably not the best thing when your mind is racing is to go on TikTok the <laughs> on one TikTok. thing that makes you racing more yeah this girl popped up in my feet I think it was kind of like serendipitous and she was doing this AM ASFM what's it called AM? ASMR yeah they okay. know, like the noises yeah, yeah, yeah. so she was doing that but then she was also talking about like relax like I'm gonna pluck these anxieties off your face and it felt like she was touching me oh my gosh <laughs> and because she's like doing it to the yeah, camera but it oh, distracted wow. me because mm. I was like and it calmed me down for some reason because like the noises distracted me oh, so I realized yeah. it's really getting out of your head and, like yeah. just having that second focus to go oh like I I don't need to be like stimulated to 24 7 yeah. just like relax or just realize like the world isn't ending for mm-hmm. a second 
It's yeah. like what you need to do. You know, it's super funny. The other week I was getting in my head so much mm-hmm. and this was pretty much regarding dating and like this early phase yeah. thing with a guy. And so I I just noticed how much it was affecting mm-hmm. like my ability to focus or lack thereof in yeah. my work and just like my everyday life. Yeah. I was like so my energy was so focused on that. Mm-hmm. One thing I did do, I was like I realized something I like is to be able to understand why we do things the way we do like as humans and so i actually read certain chapters of laws of human nature by robert green yeah um it's like somewhere over there but that really helped me get out of my head right and looked at what i was facing in an objective way right which i feel like is really helpful for those and many of us that have anxiety is to recognize like find a way to whatever it is it could be the tiktok video it could be reading a certain chapter that just hits that message every time right that forces you to go like step away from your emotions a bit mm-hmm. and evaluate why you're feeling the way you are in an objective way so you can kind of see oh Emily you're being silly like exactly. that's too much, well, that's know? what I do in my journal if I'm let's just say feeling like um my career is going to tank or something mm-hmm. like that I'll write that down I go why am I feeling this way mm-hmm. I'll say because I'm not good enough because of this this and then really read through that and go is that actually true mm-hmm. like am I Am I not worthy enough? Am I this? And then you have to realize, like, it is your brain playing tricks on you. Mm -hmm. You're not unworthy. You're not (laughs) stupid. You're not lazy. Like, it. This is life. Life is so long. Mm -hmm. We're all gonna go through some form of anxiety. We're all gonna have really amazing days, and we're all gonna have really shitty months. Mm -hmm. And it's just realizing that this is just a part of that. Yeah. And not pushing it away, and just accepting it. And working with it. Yeah. And I think that's the first thing too, is just recognizing that you have the problem Mm -hmm. and going, okay, I need help and I'm going to fix this because Mm -hmm. I don't deserve to feel like this Mm -hmm. all the time. I couldn't agree more. I mean, I just, that's actually really unique too. Like when you're writing it down and that part of your brain looks at what you just wrote down and Mm -hmm. asks itself like, is that true? You know, it's true. You know what I mean? And that's what my mom does for me. And that's sometimes, yeah, because I'm a talker as you can Mm -hmm. tell. Um, and sometimes when I'm talking to her, I'm like, I feel like my sister is getting this job and I'm not, and my just don't want to work with me at this and that. And she goes, no, it's just, she is in a certain place. You're in a certain place. Mm-hmm. Don't compare the two. And I think that's also another thing is we yeah. compare everyone. We're like, oh, mm-hmm. that girl's perfect on online. Like yeah. people will probably look at me they're like, oh, she has a book club. She's perfect. I'm like, I was crying 12 hours ago. <laughs> like I'm not perfect. Yeah. I'm not happy to all the time. Yeah. I think it's realizing like, we're all going through it in mm-hmm. some form. And also, I feel like when you open up to your friends about it, yeah, surprisingly more so, people are like, oh, like I felt that way one time too. Like, this yeah. is what I did. And people actually can relate to you more than exactly. you think. Like, I do that with my girlfriends, and they now start to vent to me. I'm like, right. I'm not alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny, though, too, because a big part of why I have this podcast is to talk about that kind of stuff. Right. And I also will admit, I think that's how you form deeper relationships with yeah. people and deeper connections is when you open up and you share the things that you're facing whether that's your own personal life your dating life your family life whatever 100%. that is you know a hundred percent especially in dating especially with yourself your family i mean what was that quote it's better to have loved and never loved at all it's like yeah. put your heart into everything put your mm-hmm. heart into yourself put your heart into your relationships put your heart into your career because you have this one life and it's not worth it to go into it half-assed like Mm -hmm. fully take this time and do the things you want to do yeah and fix that mental health fix that or fix whatever is stressing you out 
go for the guy that you wanted to go mm-hmm. for. <laughs> fix that friendship that you love like it's just it's not worth it in the end and mm-hmm. it's really important to make sure that you're at your best and you're feeling like your well-being is put first mm-hmm. okay so I do want to dive into post-grad life mm-hmm. and how you have navigated it from the time you graduated and of course I think so you graduated 2019 as well yes. right okay so that was my year so pretty much like we had like I don't know six a little bit more than six months before pandemic happened yep. right or yep. like you know circled around December uh-huh. happens that's when like it first like starts to come out and then it really totally. hits in March and so we had like not even a year not even a year so how did what, what was your first step so like, after college that's what's <laughs> so annoying is that so I come out of college and I was like you know what I'm taking a break mm-hmm. for a second I was in school for that long I just want to enjoy my summer hang out with friends not worry about work for a second and just like live my life and so mm-hmm right out of college for that year having fun and then pandemic hit and it's almost like i was still on a vacation for mm-hmm. another year and for me my personality i like to work yeah i like having something to do i like yeah. my brain stimulated yeah. like i can read 100 books but it's not enough i yeah, like to yeah. talk to people connect to people and mm-hmm. it was at that time that i was trying to launch my podcast with mm-hmm. my sister and it was literally in March that we signed the deal with, with this one company yeah. and then pandemic hit. And we yeah. could not start it until August. And so oh, wow. it was really hard. And even Sistine too, like even though she wasn't out of college, but for me, I call it like post-grad blues like mm-hmm. on steroids. Like yeah. It was really, really, really unfortunate. And I didn't have anything inspiring me because like, mm-hmm. I wasn't leaving my house. I was yeah. just sitting with my parents all the time. But what I realized is that that time also gave me a lot of ideas too. It was mm-hmm. like, okay, if this does come up, like what would I want to be doing? Like, and so I started writing, I started mm-hmm. calling friends. I started like thinking of all these ideas for my family. And after that, like that's where Unwax, our podcast came is because we're like, you know, screw it. Like, let's just talk about everything. Like this yeah. is what we're all going through. Like, let's just kind of shoot the shit and start at home. Maybe we can't mm-hmm. do it at the studio, but let's just do it. It's been our saving grace, I think, keeping us at least some type of sane mm-hmm. through this whole thing. But it's been really, really hard, I think, overall. I don't know how it's been for you, but it's yeah. like, driving me nuts. Well, yeah, I mean, for me, after yeah graduating, I, I worked a 9 to 5 until mm-hmm. actually this past April and then like went full-time with my businesses. So yeah. it's been crazy. But I think that's something a lot of people feel uncertain about, like graduating, you know, and especially yeah. worse, I mean... 2019 was like probably the best year to graduate in the sense that we didn't miss a year. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we were the blessed we year. Were, we, we really, we really were. were. Oh my God. Because my cousin, she graduated a year after me mm-hmm. and she had to do like her whole graduation on Zoom and like yeah. this stuff. I'm like, I, that was like what I wanted to do is walk on stage and get yeah. my diploma and be like, hell yeah, yeah. finish it. <laughs> and they couldn't do that. It's just so sad. Yeah. But I feel like you know this as um, like being self-employed is getting that motivation, especially right now in this pandemic is mm-hmm. so hard. Like yeah. you have to really hunker down and be like, do I love this? Like, yeah. yes. Okay. I'm going to put 110% into it. Yeah. So that's like been probably the most difficult time right now is like not everything is working out. And so it's right. like not everyone's wanting to meet or not everyone's wanting to talk and mm-hmm. things aren't per- like, especially with us where we're in entertainment, things aren't like the shows aren't happening or mm-hmm. whatever it is. And so yeah. everything's just slower and it's driving me insane. <laughs> I know. I prefer when it's like, you know, go, go, yeah. go more stimulating. And it's like, all right, this project, That's why this she's project. going to New York. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Like, don't blame you. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, do you have any advice for women who are like graduating soon? Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's something we're still gradually figuring out yeah. as well, but if there's anything that you could 
advice to them on like how you could figure out your next step or like things you can do to start prepare if you're in your senior year right now I would say that like one thing I wish I wasn't doing when I graduated was being so hard on myself Mm -hmm. I think you guys need to remember that once you graduate like things aren't always going to work out you're not going to get your favorite job maybe you will like that just happens but just take it day by day and focus on you first. Mm-hmm. Like I was so hard on myself right after college going like, why isn't this working? Why isn't this working? Like, why is, why can't I see these people? Why can't I? And it's just, like, we're so young. Like mm-hmm. we're, you're graduating, you're 21, 22, whatever yeah. that is. Yeah. You have all this time. Like you're, you have your whole twenties to figure out. Don't put so much pressure mm-hmm. on having everything mapped out because I know right out of college, it is plan scheduled. You have your classes, you have your friends after you have, and then you go into basically adult life yeah and it's a huge shocker so just remember it's a shocker and don't be so hard about getting into do you know what i'm trying to say yeah, here? like yeah. trying to like adapting right adapting away right to away adult life. Yeah, like yeah talk to people adapt slowly do it at your own pace maybe that person's like i'm ready to go i didn't like college i'm out of here right great then there's some people that are like me i'm like oh it's gonna be kind of hard to go from kind of the nine to five quote quote to having nothing right like to really just right now it's just you yourself and i yeah so yeah i just feel like enjoy it be proud of yourself that you did that and slowly start to figure it out like get the job you need to get but then yeah. while you're working that nine to five even if you're not happy with it think about your next step like mm-hmm. what's the thing that you really do want to do like yeah don't don't focus on doing things because you have to do it because you want to yeah you know? i'm just thinking back at the days like imagine like a girl in her senior year right now like enjoying a tailgate and just thinking i like the tailgate oh, art where God. am i gonna be a year from now like football season right now yeah. but next year it's like it's oh my god i'm, it's I'm gonna true. be in an office literally it's like i i went from having oh my god it was like beer pong at 11 a.m before <laughs> in my little mini skirt and crop top to literally 11 a.m on a saturday just going what am i doing the rest of my day like yeah. i don't know where is everyone like everyone's across the country everyone's yeah. somewhere else and Biggest shocker ever, but this is also a really, really exciting time in your life. Mm-hmm. Think, go into it positively because mm-hmm. there's so many. I, like, I honestly would have never expected to be where I am right now. Yeah. Out of college, like I did not think I was gonna have a podcast. Yeah. I did not think I was gonna be having a book club or like doing like these exciting projects with the scene that are mm-hmm. coming up soon. So, just take it. Like, just life is exciting. Yeah. Don't be so serious with it. I definitely need to stop being so serious with it. <laughs> Um, okay, let's dive into routines really mm-hmm. quick. Um, do you have a fitness routine? Yes, I'm a huge workout fanatic. Okay, cool, oh, me yeah. too. I like love it. I have to do it at least five, six days a week. Me too. Yeah. And if I don't do it, I'm like, well, I'm being lazy. And that's probably a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait, <laughs> you can take a rest day. But um, I do it every morning, mm-hmm. like probably the earliest I can do it. I do boxing, Pilates, yeah. I'll okay. go for a run, I'll find some gym, do that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I try to do my meditative walks for a really long time, but I think fitness has been a huge, huge, huge help with my anxiety. And I think also eating healthy has been huge. Yeah. Like I really am all about if you're not feeling great internally, you're not going to feel great externally and you're not going to feel great mentally. Mm -hmm. Like I think it's crucial to do something physical and eat healthy point blank like I don't know I can't my friends don't do it I yeah. just don't get them like you guys <laughs> just move around like I swear you're gonna get those endorphins and feel better because mm-hmm. it's like you have this body use it yeah like, I don't know I'm gonna speak my I have to use my hands for something like, yeah yeah, yeah. no I'm the same way I love to work out first thing in the morning or yeah. like 
after it's funny I um, interviewed Julia the other week yeah. and I incorporated something she does in her morning routine which is like dancing like turning on a song oh, yeah, yeah. and dancing and so I've done that and I'll like do that and then maybe read a little bit uh-huh. um, write down my priorities and then I'll go to the gym but there's just no better feeling than like mm-hmm. getting a gym workout or like whatever workout in for yeah. the day and like you know, it being 8 or 9 a.m. It's like, wow, oh, I've already absolutely. done that. Like, and you know sometimes I mean? the music I choose when I work out isn't anything with lyrics. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm running, I'll put on Hans Zimmer. Yeah. And I'll feel like I'm in a movie. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. No, I love, like, visualizing that, too. Are you, like, too. I, like, just love thinking I'm, like, you know, doing something yeah. or, like, I mean, I was a former, like, figure skater. So oh, wow. I used to, like, visualize my programs, my routines yeah. and stuff. And so I love, like, intense, like, movie like, music. Like, manifestation. Yeah, yeah, yeah things yeah. like that. Oh, I'm all about that. That's, like, sometimes <laughs> what I do in the morning if I'm trying to meditate. I visualize, like, yeah, how yeah. I want my day to be or what I want my future to be. And even um, when I'm, like, getting ready for bed or, like, if I'm putting on makeup or if I'm going to start going to the gym, mm-hmm. I don't want to wake up going, like, like, I'll right, put on right. classical music. Like, I me love too. orchestra and yeah, classical yeah. music. Yeah. I think that's really important just to calm me down. Sometimes when I repeat lyrics and they're kind of, like, provocative or yeah. like, aggressive, <laughs> I think I feel like that. Like, yeah. angry people. I'm like, I'm not that way. I want to go yeah. into this, like, motivated, not yeah. so, like, pissed off at the gym. <laughs> Like yeah. I walk and I know I'm my brows are for, like burrowed like in the middle. I know I'm like coming in with like a tense face and everyone just does not want to talk to me. That's why I, I don't get hit on at the gym is because I'm just so angry when there. But then now I've been starting to incorporate like just things that make me feel uplifted. Mm-hmm. Like just it doesn't have to be lyrics. Just things that I'm thinking of and it's changed everything. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely put me in a better headspace. What about morning routines? Like aside mm-hmm. from gym and like your fitness routine, do you do anything aside from reading or anything else that helps you just really like kick off your day yeah so first thing in the morning I get some water I can drink as much water as I can because I feel Mm -hmm. like that's like a huge thing is if you don't just replenish your body after eight hours of sleep yeah it feels weird and then I sit on my bed I meditate or just at least breathe for Mm -hmm. two minutes straight yeah and just taking deep breaths and just being present um I light a candle just because I like something Mm -hmm. to smell good or I put incense on whatever it is um, but just trying to make my morning as calming as possible mm-hmm. because if I start out rushing, if I start out stressed, mm-hmm. it is just going to set the tone for the day. Yeah. So it's really taking things slow. And that's kind of, I don't really complicate it too much too mm-hmm. because sometimes when I have too much of a routine, when it's just yeah. like writing down my gratitudes and lighting the candle, meditating, yeah. <laughs> stretching, this, which is all great if you have the time. Yeah. But I try to do the things that I know point blank I can do without even thinking of right that's making my bed that's sitting breathing for a minute or two mm-hmm. and putting on a candle or nice music and that's mm-hmm. it so that's kind of like I try to simplify it as much as I can okay yeah. okay no I feel like that's really good to like simplify like I for me I've always enjoyed having just certain rituals mm-hmm. or like certain things like making my bed although today yeah. I didn't do that but you know just certain yeah. things that make you feel like okay, this is now, you're, you're starting your yeah. day, you know what I mean? Even, like, the night before when you're going to bed, I feel like that just centers your mind, like, mm-hmm. the way you, like, go to bed, what time you go to bed, what you're yeah. doing, whether you're on your phone or not. Totally. Yeah. And sometimes even in the mornings, um, I try to make sure that I'm present, which is, like, I open my window, and I really just, like, look outside for a second or just That's sit in my good. bed and, like, stare and go, okay, new day, new adventure, who knows what's going to happen. I know it sounds, like, hippy-dippy, but right. it, it really just kind of centers me and goes, okay, you have this whole day ahead of you. It's bright out. It's mm-hmm. happy. Like, go, go into it. Like, go with the positive, like positivity. Yeah. Right. 
Do you have a life mantra or a quote that you live by or something yeah. that just helps get you through Oh each my day? gosh. My favorite quote is by Oscar Wilde and it is, to live is the rarest thing. Most people exist and that's all. I love that. That, that is, is so favorite. true. That is yeah. so he true. He's my favorite author and I read that quote one time and I was like, that is so me. I'm like, I, I, I have this fear of not ex- like living. It's yeah. just existing. And I think that is how you should go into every single day. It's just going for it and yeah. like putting in the effort. And that's why I was saying before with relationships, friendships, yourself, like yeah. live, like don't hesitate on that date. Don't hesitate on that travel trip or that dinner that your friends are inviting you right. to. Like, go do just it. Just go do it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's so true too, because especially when we were at home during COVID mm-hmm. more prominently last year, you know, I think more of us were just existing. We weren't yeah. really, I mean, of course we were limited to what we could do, but I think it's like how we train our mind, totally. how we frame things in our head of like, what's the possibility in mm-hmm. life and what we're capable of doing in our career yeah. and the people that, you know, we can be in relationships with. I think if we don't limit ourselves, totally, we can yeah. really start to explore like the adventures that come with life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just also not putting pressure on it. It's like mm-hmm. doing the things that make you happy that you want to do. I know for me, like a lot of people assume I'm doing like a hundred things because mm-hmm. of like whatever I'm posting on Instagram, but I'm like, okay, no, I'm not 24 seven doing like everything I want to be doing, but I'm not also going to waste my day mm-hmm. and just sit around and not be happy. Right. And whether that my anxiety comes in or not, just making sure that at the end of the day, I'm in my bed falling asleep and I feel a little bit more centered than I was in the morning, right. however I woke up feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, last question. And it's something I ask every guest on the mm-hmm. show. What fulfills you in life? Ooh, other than my family, because I'm huge, my family is everything to me. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, what fulfills me? I say what fulfills me the most in life is passion, love, and adventure. Like mm-hmm. Those are the three things I kind of live by in life, is yeah. fully going into my, my life going, I have a purpose to be here, yeah. and I'm pursuing my passions, and it's fulfilling me, mm-hmm. and that I am giving as much love to my family and friends as possible, and that I go and live this life, I don't just exist in this life, and yeah. go on these crazy adventures, and have these amazing stories that by the end of my life I go, I did it, like mm-hmm. I lived this life I wanted to live. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you for being on the show today. Where can everyone find you? Share your podcast and yes. your book club, of course, because my oh, listeners yeah. love reading books oh, as good. well. Okay, good. So my Instagram is Sophia Stallone, and that's the same for TikTok, but I barely use it, so you probably don't need to follow me on that. My podcast with my sister is called Unwax Podcast. We talk about dating. We talk about horror stories. We also talk about some deeper stuff, too, but... <laughs> We keep it a little bit more goofy. And then I would say my book club is called Favorite Book Club. I just started it. I just post three books I read a month, and you guys can follow along with me. Or I'm just trying to build a community. So I feel mm-hmm. like anyone can share their books. And I'm going to start using the followers to share books as well. So yeah. they feel like they have a chance to shine. So mm-hmm. you can follow me on any of those platforms. Amazing. And I'll link that in the show notes. You know hey, the whole ordeal. Um, but yeah, thank you again for being on here thank today. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. <laughs> And that was all for today's episode with Sophia. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. If you did, please be sure to let us know on the latest Instagram post at what fulfills you. Share this episode on your Instagram story. Tag us both. Let us know and definitely share this with a friend because like I said in the beginning, I think there's a lot of relatable topics and especially regarding anxiety and just the dating aspect 
being in the early to mid 20s, I find these conversations always really helpful for myself and I'm sure that can help you and your friends as well. And one last thing, all the merch is available on the official website at whatfulfillsyou.com. There is still a back to school sale going on. So be sure to grab that with the discount code last chance for 20% off your entire purchase. Again, that's all at whatfulfillsyou.com. Thanks again for tuning in this week. I will chat with you all next time.